Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Raquel. And I'm Jake. And this is Don't, Don't You Know, know Jacob. You know. We'll eventually be on sync when that, that happens. Perfect. No, it was on sync. You just got to move no, the audio worked. together. <laughs> it was on sync on my end. If I move the audio, then I got to readjust everything again. I try not to have to move the audio around. Oh, goodness. You just clip it. Just clip it. Well, see, no, because if I just clip it there, then I have to re-add space back on the other end. I guess. You could just do it on my mark, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to leave the recording going on my end this time, and then it'll be perfect. Anyway. <laughs> cool. So, uh, I don't have very many updates. Not really anything going on with the podcast. We have a, possibly a new project coming up, but some of you guys probably won't see it. Only in our area will people probably be able to see that new project going on. Or maybe we can possibly send out some to special fans. Ooh. Hmm. Me and Jacob will have to talk about this. Yes, we shall. Cool. Now, um, a couple updates not dealing with the podcast. I got my new shoes. Those shoes that I told you I had to return. <laughs> this is episode three of Shoe Talk. Yeah. I guess shoes so are They're important. still too big. Oh, no. Dang. Yeah. It's your little feet. Your feet aren't as big as you thought they were. <laughs> they shrink. Well, okay. So they're too big, but they're not to the point where I can't wear them kind of thing. You know, there's just a little bit of space, probably like maybe an inch, like that much. Yeah. So they're a lot better than not even touching that white part of the shoe. Right. So. Yeah, that's a good point. And they don't get any smaller. If you get in the next size down, you're going to be like crushing your toes yeah, and I don't think they have half sides. I'm probably like a half a size smaller than what those are. And they don't have half sizes. So, and they don't have any size smaller than the one I have now. So, well, darn. Okay. And I haven't seen any movies yet. Haven't seen any movies. Neither did I. No, actually, I did. I did watch a movie. I watched The Color Purple. Ooh. Oh. It was pretty good. <laughs> Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah was in it too. I never saw it. So, oh, it was good. It was pretty intense. I did start the second season of Dark. Ooh, Jacob, you might actually like Dark. You dark? Should. It's called Dark. It's on Netflix. And it kind of deals with, like, I don't want to ruin it because of, it's, like, a kind of a big reveal somewhat. But it doesn't happen until, like, the third episode. So if I tell you now, it kind of ruins it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does have, it's like a science, fi- um, a science fiction kind of TV series. Mm-hmm. And the main concept in it, in it it's one of those ones that, like, a lot of times people don't touch because it can get confusing. Okay. And pretty much this whole series revolves around four main families. So it's really interesting. It is a German show. German show. But it is dubbed. So you have to be able to get used to, you know, the words not matching up to the lips. Oh, I gotcha. But I think it's still good. I had to write down the family trees. I started to watch the second season and I was getting kind of confused because I didn't remember a lot from the first season apparently. And then I kind of forgot who was related to who. Yeah, you didn't know if Hans was Kruger's brother or if he was. <laughs> yeah. So I had to kind of write down everyone's family tree to make sense. And are you ever going to watch this? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a science fiction. I might throw it on. Okay, then. I don't want to ruin it. Okay, don't So if it. you watch it, then we'll talk about it. Okay. But it is... Yeah, I had to write down the family tree, and now I understand it a lot. I'm able to, like, watch it and understand it a little bit better. I did still have to go back and watch the first season, though. And so now I'm going to watch the third season. I mean, the second season. They need to, like, make them all wear, like, a little lapel pin. Like, one's a red flower mm-hmm. and one's a green cross or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Now, I did, I did watch 
part of Toy Story, the first one. Oh. Yeah, because... We were talking about Bo Peep. Yes, we were talking about Bo Peep. And I must apologize because I was completely wrong. And apparently I don't remember Toy Story as well as I thought. (laughs) Neither do I, though. I'm sure I wasn't spot on. What'd you find? Okay, so Bo Peep is a lamp. Is a lamp. Now, it's still not very clear if she is Andy or Molly's toy. It looks like at the very beginning of the movie, um, which we did talk about, Andy is moving. So they decide to do Andy's birthday party early before they move. Okay. I'm guessing the reason why they are moving is into a bigger house because Andy and Molly share a room. Okay. That makes sense. So it's not very clear if it's Andy or Molly's toy because they share a room. So, obviously, Molly's toy is going to be in there, too. Which also explains why some of Andy's toys are, like, you know, really, like, preschool, kind of, like, they're, like, a lot younger than him. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Second thing is Bo Peep sheep are together. I thought there were three separate ones. Oh. But there actually are all one big sheep. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't remember that either. And, <laughs> yeah, that is apparently how it goes. So, I was wrong on both those fronts. I'm not sure... I didn't watch enough of Toy Story to tell if Woody and Bo Peep are in a relationship. That's the big spicy bit. You missed the you missed the grand slam. <laughs> but they flirt way harder in this than they do in Toy Story Four. Yeah, Woody is um what they say in Bambi Twitter pated. Wait, this is a Pixar. This isn't. Is it a Disney? This is a Pixar Disney. Yes, it's because it's, it's got that little lamp. Remember where it yeah, like, jumps I know, on the Pixar, thing? Yeah, I know. It's Pixar, but is it, is it Disney Pixar or just Pixar? It has to be Disney Pixar, I think. Because if you go to Disneyland and you see one of the Toy Stories, if you say, oh, there's Andy, they're supposed to fall into the ground. Oh, I see. That's got to be exhausting. <laughs> I don't think it's a well-known thing, but yeah, that is... I've heard it before as what well. they're supposed to. Okay. I wouldn't do it, though. <laughs> <laughs> the little kids will. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I was wrong basically on all those fronts. Now, what you were saying last episode where you were talking about that one quote where she was like, I'm only a block away. I came across that one, that scene. Well, yeah, I I was reading that online. But the reason why she said that, though, is because she was walking by a pile of blocks. So it was supposed to be like a play Uh, on. it was a pun. Yeah, which totally you miss out on when you only read the quote. (laughs) <laughs> and you also miss out on, like, Woody's super, like, perverted face. <laughs> That's why I'm saying, like, the show, they flirt so much harder than they do in the other one. Well, you know, I guess it, uh, toys gotta play too, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you know what's interesting is that when you watch, um, it's, when you watch Toy Story later on, like, you're, you're talking about them moving the houses and going from one room to two rooms, and I'm thinking, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I understand, like, home ownership and, like, having rooms and things. I'm thinking of this movie more as an adult, less than as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes sense because I'm like a full-grown adult, but you know. Well, yeah. I mean, there's actually, as I was watching, there was a couple parts in it and I was like, oh, wow. Like, that makes so much more sense than when I was a kid. (laughs) I was helping um, a couple friends move a um, moving truck and we went to go to an estate sale and pick up some couches and stuff. And we were going up and we were like, oh, here's where Woody held on. And there's like a little strap and uh, or Buzz Lightyear, I guess. <laughs> it was just kind of funny. We're grown adults, but we're still joking about Toy Story. <laughs> there was one part, and I didn't write it down. I wish I kind of did that I wanted to mention, which also proves that I, I totally missed it as a kid. And I wouldn't have understood it as a kid anyways, too, because it was also one of those um, adult kind of humor things that they had threw in there. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm also, well, no, I'll say this after I talk about the topic that we're doing. So, I think that's it for me on updates, though. 
I haven't seen it. I'm going to see Annabelle tonight. So I'll be able to talk about that next podcast. Okay. Are you going to get your, your spookums on? Yeah. And I think we'll be seeing Spider-Man before the next episode. But that one we'll have to be very careful about. Well, I'll have to be very careful about and not do any spoilers because people, those Marvel peep fans, you know, they kill over stuff like that. <laughs> I saw this one story someone posted and I'm re- I'm kind of impressed, but I'm also kind of like not disappointed and not really ashamed for this person, but I can't think of what the word is right now. So what happened was this guy on Instagram posted something and had a hashtag about something about no spoilers or something like that for Avengers. I'm making a little hashtag with my fingers in the camera. <laughs> it was a some type of spoiler for, uh, I can't even remember what the hashtag was now, but in reference of no spoilers for Avengers, the first one. And some guy probably found that hashtag because it was a very common hashtag and went in and all the pictures that had that hashtag put in the comments everyone that dies in the movie <laughs> i've seen where um people will do like a drive-by in a, in a car no and like shout at all the people who are lining up not a not a real drive-by the story is not that bad <laughs> maybe it is <laughs> I was it thinking Dave. No, no. they drive by the line of people that are waiting outside the bookstore for it to open and they just shout out the leaked documents of oh so and so dies so and so dies so and so kills so and so this was a specific book that uh, you might know <laughs> but, uh, and everyone I think was I know which like, one you're talking and about. they would record them <laughs> As they did it, it was terrible. Terrible, terrible. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. That's the worst kind of people because that's like you can never forget something like that. Like you have completely spoiled that experience. <laughs> don't you know? Don't do that. Yeah, don't you know? Don't ruin don't ruin the movies. You have to insert a spoiler alert like we do. Or a book. <laughs> or a book. So this guy, oh, he was he was really mad. But what he did though was he sent the guy a DM. A DM saying, hey, nice joke, too bad I already saw the movie, so I already knew. Uh Which wasn't true. He actually hadn't seen it yet. Uh And so what he did was he became friends with this guy. And they, like, they met, they, like, introduced each other to their families and kind of stuff like that. Like, they became pretty close friends. Movie. Yes. Oh, the movie. And so... I feel like this is going to take a really dark turn. He's, like, gained his trust. (laughs) And so here comes Avengers 2. And the guy's all like, so are you going to go see Avengers 2 when it comes out, like opening night? And the guy was like, no, I have to work. No, And he was like, oh, too bad. I'm going to see it. And he was like, okay, no spoilers alert. And then I went and saw it. And then came home and sent the guy a text of all the spoilers. Uh-huh. And the guy said, why would you do that? He's like, do you remember the first Avengers? Revenge. And the guy was like, what? That was over a year ago. They haven't spoke since. <laughs> they are no longer friends. That's crazy. That's a long play. That is definitely a long play. I, it didn't go as dark as I thought it was, though. You started talking about it. He introduced him to his family, and I was like, oh boy, he's going to like murder them all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, not, not anything like that. Okay. He just spoiled the movie for him. Yeah, he just spoiled the movie for him. Gotcha. That's a very impressive revenge scheme. But at the same time, like, they just spoil the movie for you. That's pretty, like, extreme revenge. <laughs> like, being friends with someone for a whole year. Yeah, you gotta put up with them. You gotta watch them do other things that are, you know, akin to being a psychopath who spoils things <laughs> for other people. He probably has to play League of Legends with them to keep his friendship going. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of video games, I've been playing Minecraft. I was up till 5 a.m. last night. 
again, like a grown adult. It's pretty good. You never play Minecraft with me anymore. That's because I was playing modded. You don't have modded. Actually, I would be down to play again sometime. We could do that. Would be fun. Yeah, I'd be down for that. As long as you don't just devote the whole time to trolling me. Oh, but actually have it's a goal so much and do fun. something creative. I do something creative in my mind. <laughs> it was not a creative color. <laughs> I'll have you know, I was playing with, um, or was I playing by myself? No, I was playing with Frankie. And I decided to build my place inside a mountain. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing right now. And it wasn't, the first room that I built wasn't just blocks. Like a square room. Thank you very much. What do you mean? It had like... Tunnels and stuff? No. Um, The corners were like... There was some depth. Oh. She always complained that everything's so boxy. Yeah, you can't just There was flat. some depth in there. You should have saw the house it's I built Minecraft. last night. It's Minecraft. It's supposed to be boxy. No, it's supposed to be squared edges and perfect symmetry. You, you complain that I have perfect symmetry no, and stuff. You're you like, oh, you should put symmetry. this here. And I'm like, no, that's asymmetrical. and depth. It's a thing. They don't... They're not exclusive of each other. No, you told me before, oh, you should put this here. And I'm like, no, because it'd be, it'd be asymmetrical. And you'd be like, it would look nice. You can't throw some asymmetry in there, too. I'm talking about no. rounded edge. Oh, my gosh. This is why I don't play with you, because you just shout at me. <laughs> no, because you complain about how I want to do stuff. I just want you it's to my try. House. I want you to have a vision <laughs> and apply that vision and it not be neon blue. That's exactly how my vision turned out. Anyway, my current house That's I exactly have, what I wanted. <laughs> you walk across a bridge in the side of this cliff face. I really like that. This is the second time I've done a bridge into a cliff face over a little river. And my farm is on That's either cool. side of the river. So you go in and then there's like, you walk in and there's my bed to the right and then it's not in a great spot, honestly. I got this vertical mine shaft in the middle so you can run and jump down and you land in a pool of water at the bottom. You can climb the ladder back. But it's like surrounded, almost like an elevator shaft, and so you can walk either side to get to storage, or all my machines are on the left, because I'm playing with the machines. So, that's pretty fun. It's nothing really that exciting. <laughs> are you able to build farms in, like, caves? No, they have to have, access to, the, they have to have access to the sky above. Okay, then. Sorry. Because I was I'm thinking... pretty sure. You can grow mushroom stone in caves, though. <laughs> the mushrooms are good. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, hmm, could you build a farm underground? But I was thinking, well, maybe it needs the sunlight. Because in the real world, it would need sunlight. But this is the real world, so. Yeah. I was uh, showing a friend the game yesterday, and we came out and we built a big house. We were done. I threw a whole bunch of fireworks on the ground. Just <laughs> Okay. Well, speaking of fireworks, let's get into our topic then, huh? Sure, let's do it. So our topic, obviously, is 4th of July. <laughs> so this episode should be coming out the day before, hopefully. My goal is the day before. If not, at least the day of. Right. So you can listen to us on your... You could just have... You know, some people have go to, like, 4th of July barbecues, and they have, like... You know, they play the national anthem on repeat from the boombox. <laughs> not to say we want to repeat <laughs> the place the national anthem. No, but you know, they have like the cookout songs and stuff. Uh, you can just play our podcast and we can talk about 4th of July and everyone just nod, sip their uh, whatever they're drinking. That's not, yeah. that's probably not going to happen. Sorry, go on. <laughs> Makes it sound like Jacob, you put in a d- couple of don't you knows already for the 4th of July. Don't you know you have a barbecue? Don't you know you drink? And don't you know you play music? Yeah, specifically <laughs> the national anthem. <laughs> We don't play the national anthem on my barbecues at 4th of July. We should, though. I'm just teasing. We don't play them at okay. ours. <laughs> it's just, it's like, absurdly patriotic. Oh, I don't know. I think it's, it's for sports games and stuff. Actually, speaking of patriotic, that one of my don't you, don't you knows is, don't you know you have to wear 
red, white, or blue. Like, you have to at least have one of those colors Oh, on. yeah, of course. Yeah, come on. It's good to look around and see all the nation's colors all over everywhere. It's kind of fun. The more colors, the more America. <laughs> America. My brother took a picture once of um, Jude. He was on in the video game episode. He has a picture of him. Uh, he did it I- ironically, but it was really good, too. But he's got like his V-nut, uh, V-cut t-shirt, and he's standing in the back of my sister's pickup truck. And he's got a shotgun and an American flag, and he's just like looking up. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a really good picture. Nice. But yeah, America for real. <laughs> he's got to put that as his profile picture for 4th of July, if it's not already his profile picture. And then Luke's got his American Jeep, and he's got the flag in the back, and he's going over hills and mud and stuff. It was pretty funny. It was a good little That's thing. That's cool. I have a flag on my wall right here. But nice. That's all I got. I don't go too crazy. I do have fireworks, though. We tend to keep fireworks stacked in the house, which is maybe dangerous. Uh, yeah. There was a house a couple blocks down from here that um, went up in smokes and you could hear fireworks shooting out. Well. When... We got, because me and my cousin went and, go, went and see to make sure no one was hurt. Yeah. It was only a couple blocks down. We wanted to make sure it wasn't too, the fire, because all we saw was this big puff of smoke coming up. <laughs> so we also wanted yeah. to make sure it wasn't too close to us. Right. And it was funny because I called 911 just to make sure, you know, someone called. Because sometimes what happens is the, you know, the bystander effect, which is, you know, a big group of people come around. Someone just assumes that someone already called. So yeah. I wanted to make sure someone did call. Right. And so when I called, I was like, the first thing they said was, well, of course, 911. But the first thing that they said was, other than that, was, are you calling about the house on fire? I was like, yes. And they're like, okay, we already have people out there coming out there. That's good. Like, oh, okay. It's better to do that because I'm sure they get that. I'm sure they're prepared to handle the influx of calls. <laughs> yeah. So, but I was just, I was like, oh, wow. They must have like automatic like GPS kind of thing to see where the call's coming from. Yeah, they might, well, yeah, probably. Which, I mean, makes sense because, I mean, if you ever got a phone call where someone said, oh, someone's breaking in and they can't answer like their phone any more than that or like, oh, I'm being kidnapped or something like that, they could track the phone real quickly. You know, it's already being tracked. Yeah. Did you ever see, Um, I think it was called The Call with Halle Berry? Yeah. That was so good. I loved that movie. Oh, it's such a good, it's such a good one. Oh, maybe I didn't. Maybe I saw the trailer for it and I wanted to see it and I never did. It's it's really good. <laughs> I'll have to see if I, I can don't uh, say too find much. it. It's about basically that. She's a, she's a call center operator and um, yeah, it's very fun. Very exciting. I think it's well done as well. But I don't know how accurate it is though because I think they could get your phone faster. I think that's all Hollywood stuff is, oh, you have to keep them on the line for... Five minutes exactly for us to trace the call. I think they could just get it in a computer and it immediately knows. <laughs> well, as soon as I, um, as I called, they are, it looked like they already knew who, like, where I was as soon as they answered. Do you have GPS enabled on your phone for, like... Possibly. You probably do. Probably. I, I'm okay with that. If 911 is able to get my GPS, that's fine. <laughs> I don't care. That's a good point. Actually, that is a good point. I wonder if you are ever in a situation where you have to call 911, quickly swipe down and turn your location on before you call or as you call. I don't know if you can do it while it's mid thing but i bet that's a thing i don't know i keep mine off for battery and because i'm paranoid sometimes but uh <laughs> quit tracking me don't ask me about fazolis yes it was delicious no i don't want you to <laughs> ask me about yeah. it <laughs> it was too mm, there they get a shout out oh cool well speaking of fireworks what's your favorite firework my favorite fireworks um i don't know i like a variety pack i don't i don't i don't want to just spam mortars or just do the little spinny things or i like the fountains are really cool i i really enjoy the fountains that are real close and it's like a you walk around them and stuff roman candles are fun classic bottle rockets you get a bunch of them get to throw them at stuff shoot them up although 
I do get tired of bottle rockets now, now that I'm older, because I've done everything with them. I've put them in mailboxes. I've shot them at my friends. I've lit them from my hand. <laughs> I lit them from... I didn't lit them from my mouth. Um, my friend did that, and it burned his face. <laughs> Predi- predictably. Yeah, I don't know. I've done them all. I like to just dabble and just do a little bit, but we never do that many fireworks when we go. We just kind of do, like, three or four, and then we're like, that was good. So, But definitely mortars are cool, though. What about you? Sparklers, too. <laughs> Uh, the roaming candle, is that the one that flashes? That's the one that shoots, like, 12 balls out in, like, second in- or three second intervals. No, I like the one that flashes. You know, you, you light it up and it's like... Oh, like strobes? Yeah. I don't know what this... I'm sure I've seen one. I can't think of those, though. Uh, I think, if I remember correctly, they kind of look like little Hershey's. I like the spinning ones. Those are so cool. You like the end of Yeah, those are cool. Have you ever had the little tanks? The tank that drives forward, then shoots something out the front. No, I haven't. That sounds so cool. We had uh, it's a little gimmicky. Like I don't know how it works exactly. I'm sure it's, but they're cool. Yeah, it just goes across the pavement and like goes forward and it stops like (laughs) shoots a little flare out the (laughs) front. And I love tanks. So yeah, Uh, the reason I like the flashing one though is you can dance around it. It makes me kind of feel like an Indian, (laughs) close to my heritage. There you you go fancy. A lot of my don't you knows are in regards to fireworks. Like this one is, don't you know, after you like the firework, you need to move out the way. Yeah, that's a good one. Back up, Terry. Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah, I know what you're the talking Terry, about. The back up, Terry, Terry, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> throw it in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know, if you're in a wheelchair, maybe you shouldn't be the one that lights up the fireworks. Somebody should have rescued him. They just let him burn. That's Terry. Terrible. Worst friends. They probably let him get in the wheelchair. No. <laughs> uh, poor Terry. I think it was um, Tosh.0. They did that video. And then they, it was one of those redemption ones. So he got to retry. That's funny. So I never liked Tosh back in like when he was, well, he's still on, I think. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen him anymore. Oh, in high school and college, I never really watched him because I was a little more like prude and proper. <laughs> And I never really, really watched it. Yeah, I know. Even more so. But I was I was more stuck up. Um anyway, I didn't really like him because I was like, oh he's he's rude, he's vulgar and all that. And he is. But I I've watched him now, and if you can see past all the vulgar stuff, he's actually really like there's something that he like interviews people and he's like really nice to them. Like you can tell he's still making jokes and stuff, and they're still very vulgar and rude. And the shock factor is there, but a lot of it's it's more it's more satire and irony that there's there's a lot of that shadings to it so i don't know anyway that being said he's hysterical <laughs> and i will probably watch that right after this yeah the terry episode his web redemptions are the only ones i watch yeah i think it's on a web redemption but it might have been on ridiculousness too and there was no redemption that's right he did that. that was a while ago that show was less funny to me oh my family puts it on all the time they're constantly watching it that's more like i don't know it's not as structured i guess i don't know it's just like home funniest home videos yeah. Well, what I like about it is that sometimes they point out stuff that you may have missed in like certain videos. And you're like, oh point. my god, that's really funny. Or do they talk about like stuff that happens outside this video as well? Like, oh, if you find them sometimes, later, they yeah. actually got put in jail. <laughs> the only thing I don't like too much about it is when they go to commercial, they kind of show the videos that are going to come up next. And they like always show like the funny part of the, mo- of the video. And so it like, just kind of ruins it. Oh, yeah. They spoiled it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spoils. All right, so back to Fourth of July. Oh, we were talking about fireworks. Um, mm-hmm. I have a don't you know? Don't you know? It's very important to put your mortar in the correct way up. 
What? So, you know how you get the tube, and then you get the little thing you drop in the tube. You like the wick and you drop it in. One of those directions is up, because it has to shoot a bunch of puff and then explode. And so you have to shoot the puff down. It was at a 4th of July party, and um, I won't... I won't <laughs> no, your face makes it seem like something bad happened. <laughs> it wasn't me. I won't name this person. <laughs> But they put the mortar Well, in. do they listen to those podcasts? Because if they don't, then name them. <laughs> How dare they not want? Listen. This, this person gets a lot of heat already. I'm going to leave his name out of it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, put the mortar in downwards. Mm-hmm. And so we back up. And this mortar is probably like 12 feet away from us. We got a crowd of like five people out front and it's out on the street. And 12 feet isn't that far, but they were going up and popping in the sky. And it was, we're not that scared of fireworks and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, America. <laughs> it goes and shoots a bunch of smoke right out the top of the tube. And I go, wait a second. And then the tube explodes. <laughs> <laughs> but it explodes and it was one of those ones that cracks and then fizzles. And so it goes, bang, and we're all like guarding our vitals. And then it goes, <laughs> and there's like a bunch of like sparkles all over our feet. And it was just, uh, not even our feet, just like feet and just, it's just all over. Just because it went like out in the radius. It was very exhilarating. Um, nobody was hurt. <laughs> we were all okay. But goodness gracious. Your feet were burned. <laughs> that was the closest I've ever been to the 4th of July. And it was, <laughs> I'm glad to have done it. I don't really want to ever do it again. <laughs> it was a good story, so. Shout out to you know who you are. Thanks for that story. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it. I've never really shot fireworks personally, like the big ones. Oh, haven't you? You've never like lit them? No, oh, really the fun. only ones I've ever lit are like the little ones that go on the ground. If you ever come visit, we can. Sh- I cut some mortars in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> and usually what we always got were like the packaged fireworks already. Yeah. They have like a variety already. And I don't think they have those in there. Oh, yeah. It might be different here well, you weren't always in L.A. for 4th of July. No, I was in too. Yeah. It got to the point where we didn't really do fireworks, too. That's boring. You got to do it. That's why you just keep some on hand. So you're like, oh, yeah, it's 4th of July weekend. I forgot. Uh, All right, we'll do like one. And then... Shoot, people here and find whatever reason they want and shoot off fireworks. <laughs> you're allowed to. Sometimes we would do that. We would like, if something would come we're up... We're not allowed to. Oh, you're not. I thought you were before noon. Before midnight. All the houses are so close together. If you're shooting off fireworks, it's very easy to catch houses on fire. Yeah. And then it spreads like crazy because we're all so condensed. Yeah, California has that reputation for being on fire. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I'd probably get in trouble for doing it once. One time we went out and it was just the middle of the day. And um, we just wanted to do one. We were like, you want to do a mortar? We were like, yeah, sure. And uh, we had a couple guys out. So Joel and I, we walk out. And we just light one off. <laughs> like, all right. We are waiting for it to go out. Like the stop smoking. And this one dude, like three houses down the street, comes out storm walking and he looks. We're like, hey. And I was like, we're just doing one. He just kind of like puts his hands on his hip and walks back in. And I was like, if you hear a massive explosion, don't come out looking angry. Like you might get, someone might have just got shot. <laughs> don't look so angry. You just walk out to the end of your street. That's crazy. We were not shooting anybody. We should have launched a mortar at him. That would have been funny. No. <laughs> would have got us in Jim trouble. shot him to the moon. We should have shot him to the moon. To the moon. <laughs> nah, it was fine. To be honest, he might have been taking a nap or something. It was like a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That actually is one of my don't you knows. It was don't you know shoot fireworks at an acceptable time. Yeah, up not to midnight. Not like two in the morning. Two you know? in the morning is a little late, you know. But it's a, now a lot of people don't like it, but I like falling asleep when there's just like a little bit of noise out in the back. 
think that's kind of nice. I could fall asleep to firework intermittent crackling. Well, I, re- I don't know if you remember, but when you came out here for that 4th of July. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that was fantastic. I forgot we had yeah. that. Yeah, and um, I don't remember where we were at. We were at Magic Mountain. No, not not about that. Oh. I don't remember where we were at. After, I, don't, I don't think we went from Magic Mountain straight home. I think we went somewhere else or something like that. And so it was really late by the time we got back home. And that was why the next day I think we ended up just sleeping in. Because we were supposed to go to the beach and we just slept in instead. Uh. And my brother had texted me saying that they were still shooting out fireworks. And it almost sounded like they were shooting it from the roof. You remember wow. that? I don't remember that bit. That was like, that was a few years ago. Yeah, I don't remember what time it was, but I just remember, why are they shooting off fireworks at that time? That's so late. I think you were saying midnight. So I was thinking like, what what would be like an okay, like the latest you would think would be a time to be okay to shoot fireworks? I think- Midnight? And uh, check your local laws. I think midnight is when the, the noise violation like starts. I think like normally- Oh. Well, it might be extended. No, there wasn't those violations. Yeah, no, I think you're... And that's why I think in Georgia, you might be able to just do it up until midnight anyway. Like, just any day. But midnight's like... But I'm, I'm sure that's all in your local laws and stuff. But I think midnight's fine. Someone's... Especially on 4th of July, if you're shooting fireworks at midnight, no one should be getting mad at you. Up until one latest, but two is way too late. <laughs> I think the next few ones are not about fireworks. So do you have anything else? I do have one about fireworks. Yeah, um, this is a serious one is, um, don't you know, you should definitely dispose of your fireworks carefully. Oh, yeah. Water them Into down. A water bucket. Soak them in water. Yeah, don't play around because this is, you can, so I have two anecdotal and I'm sure there are statistics out there that show how common this is, but I had an aunt and uncle and that family lose their home. They watered it down. The firework was still, still had an ember on the inside. It just burned and just caught the garbage can on fire, and it just burned the house down. It just went up. Oh wow! That was a rough uh, holiday for them. But yeah, you never think it'll happen. And I had same thing. We were doing not same thing. I got really lucky. I was staying at a, a different place. It was my friend owned the place, and we were staying. Um, I was renting out from him. I did the same thing. We only did a few fireworks. And it was one of those big geyser ones that go up, the multi mm-hmm. things. I watered it down and um, we stomped it and it looked like it was completely out. No smoke or anything. I could hold it in my hands. And I had it in a bag and I put it by the door out to the garage. So I was just going to take it out to the um, to the garbage can after. I don't know why I didn't just do it then. Uh, for some reason, I brought it back inside and just put it there. And they asked, they were like, hey, do you mind taking it out back to the fire pit just in case? I was like, oh yeah, sure, why not? I took it out back. About like 20 minutes later, we hear some fireworks going off in the back, like some more little... And we go out. It had relit itself. One of the duds that didn't go, it had relit and shot some fireworks that would have been in the garage right underneath my room. Oh, wow. And we watered it down. We stomped it out. Do not play with your fireworks, for real. That's super dangerous. Water bucket is a great idea. Yeah, that's what we do. We stick it in a water bucket. And all the fireworks stay in the water bucket until, like, we're all done. Yeah, they're thoroughly soaked. Yeah, they're very soaked. It's not a bad idea to just have one by the fireworks thing. Because you can use it to put out any fire that happens. And then as soon as you light the fireworks, just drop it right in. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. But yeah, don't play. Don't burn your house down. We've always used a, a water bucket. So I guess I never thought other people didn't. I just thought that was like... No, I never heard of that. don't you know? We use a water bucket. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't you know? Use a water bucket. It's a better option. Yeah, you just idea. get whatever you use for like mops or whatever and fill it up and just stick all the fireworks in it after you're done. Don't put a bottle rocket in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to burn your face. Whoa, uh... 
the story. Um, oh, this is actually my last fireworks story. <laughs> I, I caught caught on fire once. <laughs> <gasps> Stopped up a roll, huh? No, I actually just had it padded out. So I was doing a firework. Okay. And I, I launched it off my finger. Um, but I had my. Oh, of course. And now we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I covered it with my my jacket, like you're covering a cough. Uh, so it didn't burn me in the face. And when it went off, it was fine. But I moved it. Apparently, it had caught a little bit of my shoulder on fire. And I was just, I don't know how bad it was. My dad just started, I just, he just came out of nowhere and patted my shoulder. And I kind of looked at him and he looked at me and I was like, thanks. And he's like, I got you. <laughs> just something like, he didn't say I got you, but he said, yeah, I'm following something. Sure. It was just kind of funny. He had my back, literally. There you go. Don't you know? Watch out for each other. It's nothing more American than putting somebody out. <laughs> America. That's so true. Nothing nothing more American than like catching yourself on fire from fireworks <laughs> and someone helping you out and patting you down. Hey, it happens. Catching uh, trash cans on fire. And I don't know. I guess America's just fire. You Sometimes know? you fly too close to the sun, you know, we're on top. It gets hot up there. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you gotta, can't handle the heat. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the top of the kitchen, I guess. I don't know. Something about that. Ra ra. USA. USA. <laughs> and all of our foreign <laughs> listeners. This is not a very appropriate episode for our foreign listeners that we know we have a lot of. So they're gonna be like, what oh, the yeah. heck is 4th of July? <laughs> <laughs> it's our Independence Day. You guys probably know. Yeah. Well, come on. We're America. We make a big deal of our independence. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all the other countries know. They probably hear our fireworks from where they're at. It should be the United States of the world. <laughs> UST dubs. Yeah, well, we, we talked about, you know, isolating our fans here. <laughs> we have quite a bit of different countries we're in now. Oh, yeah. Come on. No, I like doing that for the meme. Um, just to, I'm on a chat room. It's like a, a gamer chat, basically. I talk to people and we post memes and stuff. And um, whenever somebody brings something up about the US, because it's, it's an international Discord. Whenever somebody does something, I'll like post USA emojis and fireworks and I'll just like type the beginning of the national anthem in all caps just to be as obnoxious as I can. It's very funny to me. <laughs> you know, just rolling their eyes or posting French flags or something. <laughs> you didn't do the uh, national anthem for this one. Oh, say can you see? It was, it was a little off key too. I was uh, kind of intentional. It was funny because you actually, you haven't been cutting at all, cutting out at all. In this episode, but you did cut out right there in that one part. <laughs> so small there. I probably peaked. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, actually. That might have been it. That's pretty good. I have an ironic patriotism, and I think it's very funny to be obnoxious. And while I do I do understand the dangers of rampant patriotism, I am a little patriotic in my heart. Down Deep down, I am a true blue American, so I don't know. I mean, I don't... I understand, like, there's... Always extremes to things. Like, I'm patriotic too, but I'm not to the extreme extent. I'm in the camp. So one one thing that's like, <laughs> well, let's jump straight into flag burning. No, <laughs> I've heard there's a topic of like other people like burning our flags or whatever. And it's a protest thing. And ultimately, I'm like, uh, it's not like a magic flag or something, but it does kind of irk me. But, you know, I, I don't know if you want to burn a flag. If you want to protest, I guess protesting is free speech and all that. But I don't know. It's a little distasteful. I don't know. I, I would never burn a flag, I don't think. I understand the whole kind of burning like as a protest thing but the thing is the flag means a lot to like especially like military families and so i'm a military baby my dad was in the army my grandpa was in the navy yeah i've got a few family members that have been in yeah so to me you know flag burning is a big thing again like for me because 
I had people in the military. Yeah. And so they actually went out and defended the, the flag. Yeah, yeah. But the people burning the flag are declaring stark opposition to those people, directly them. That's the point. And that just bothers me. It's no, to it's, me, it's, it's like I it's, know why it bothers you. It bothers me too. It's very bothersome, but that's why it's a thing. Is because it's bothersome. It's a tough pride thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I have a riddle that you probably have heard of. But I'm gonna do it anyways. All right. Because I felt like it was appropriate. Let's hear it. Bring us back up. And we don't have any friends in England, so I think that's what <laughs> any fans in England. So this is work. All right. I like where this is going. I'm drinking tea, though. Should I pour it out? <laughs> <laughs> Does England have a 4th of July? No, why? Yes, they do. Do they? Well, I mean, yeah, it's just a normal day They have day a 4th for them. of a July, just like they have a 5th of July and a 6th of oh, July. of course. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> You've never heard that one? I've heard, I've seen, I have see a lot around 4th of July, too, that riddle. It's funny. Interesting. But yeah. do they have an Independence Day? No, because they were always independent. <laughs> <laughs> They don't. This Actually, is I true. never thought about that. They have. Huh. Does Great Britain have an Independence Day? Here, I'm just going to derail know. from our 4th of July to find out about our friends across the pond, our ex parents. <laughs> <laughs> our ex parents. Uh, while you do that, I forgot. I have this meme that I wanted to say uh, about fireworks, and I'll post it on the Twitter. So you guys can see it. But I mean, it's just, it's just text. So, I mean, I'm about to read it off. So, it, but I'll still post it. It's because maybe you guys will want to share it for 4th of July. So, it's got an asterisk, slaps two fistfuls of sparklers on the counter. End of asterisk. How much for these angry incense? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I know, it's so funny. It's so true, though. <laughs> That's an interesting idea, is doing incense and a... So you're like, no, it would be way too intense, because it would burn... No, you could just put a little bit of oil in there. Huh. That's what I was thinking. That would be funny to actually slip an incense in with your sparklers, and then whoever gets the incense is like, ah-ha! <laughs> it's like pulling the short straw. Because I was thinking it, too. I was like, if you put, like, incense or anything, and maybe it has, like, alcohol in it, it will just light up really quickly. But then I was like, but that's the point of a fire of sparkler anyways is to light up so it's gonna light up either way yeah that's pretty funny i just found the answer it says there is no independence day never had an independence occasion but many observe this special day saint george's day is seen as english england's national day april 23rd it's the anniversary of his death oh that's interesting saint george anyway enough about them <laughs> Dang! They taxed well, yeah, us without them. representation they don't <laughs> for almost like three hundred years ago, and they don't listen to our podcast, anyways. Okay, let's go on to another big event that happens on Fourth of July for us, which is the parades. The parades, yeah. Okay, those are always really big. Um, don't you know that you should know what streets your parades are going to be on? They're going to be closed. Yeah. Because if you end up having to go somewhere, you're going to have to plan accordingly. Yeah, definitely. Always know what streets they're on. I don't even know what streets they're on. I don't even follow that, don't you know? How do you even find out, honestly? I imagine local news. Possibly. I don't really I probably. know. Probably. If your local news doesn't have it listed, they're not doing their jobs right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Probably you can find out through local community community centers as well. Yeah, I imagine the police's police department's website would have it too. Yeah, we have on um, one street, it's Prairie Street heading towards um the mall. They have like this bridge that kind of goes over it for like pedestrians to walk because it's kind of a busy street. And they always post like banners on the on the outsides of the bridge. Oh, yeah. And so, usually, like, they have, like, something about the parade on there, and then they have a website you can go to for more information. Or you can just listen for uh, trumpets and stuff. 
anyways. So what about um, parades? Do you do you normally go to parades, or do you kind of just like? Are you a parade goer? Have you ever walked in a parade or ridden a float? I don't normally go to the parades. I've never walked or uh, rode a float in a parade. I don't think. I don't think so. Um, I did have the option to one year because I was part of the Teen Cert, and I did get an email about it. The what? But I don't remember Teen Cert. It, it it was when I was in high school. Um, CERT is Community Emergency Response Team. Okay, gotcha. So I took a class, and um, it was for teens. Cool. We got to walk in one for JROTC in high school. Um, so we wore our blues. We were Air Force. So we would we'd go through and the rifle team as we go through and do, like, present arms and stuff. Spin them a little. <laughs> Fun fact, I could spin a rifle. Or maybe. I, I haven't done it in years. I could probably still do it, though. <laughs> it's not <laughs> something you really forget. <laughs> Have you ever built one? Like, been part of the committee to, to build one? No, I have never built a float. I'm not very familiar with them. I actually don't know. I assume it's just a decorated, like, car or something, isn't it? Something like that. It's or a truck. It's almost like a... I don't know. I want to say more like a go-kart kind of type thing. Oh, that okay. you build, like, a foundation outwards kind of stuff. Yeah. I think. I don't know exactly either. Let me uh, Google that. Let's see. We'll find <laughs> out together. We're learning. Yeah. And our fans are learning, too, if they don't already know. How a parade float is made. This is by madehow.com. It's a lot of text. No pictures. How dare they? Sorry about mechanical dinosaurs. All right. It didn't do it for me. I don't have time to read. I'm just going to click Google. <laughs> just, it's probably a great article, but uh, uh, there's some impressive floats on here. I'm going to copy these, two. We're doing learning together, and then I Google it for like 45 minutes, and that's <laughs> the end of the podcast. And that's the end. <laughs> Me and Jacob are going to look at floats now. Yep. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'll, I'll keep looking. <laughs> I've never I've never built one, as uh, my ignorance here shows. I've never either. Here's one that is made out of a truck and a trailer. My aunt has been, because they have the Rose Bowl here, which is, you know, of course, really big and important. And um, they, uh, she was able to go for like this, like, wine tasting slash walking around the parade thing so she got to see all the parades get um all the parades get made actually you know what i think this is kind of what it is it's the truck that pulls the the trailer that has the float on it you know Mm -hmm. i think that is what it is most of them are at least yeah there's probably a million ways to do them that might be like the cheap 4th of July for each city kind of way right. of doing it. They might have like a fancier way for like bigger like parades that people actually pay money to go see, like the Rose Bowl. What would you say? And obviously this would probably be different because of, there's such a difference in population-wise. But what would you say maybe the time that you should go to set up to get good seats for a parade. My don't you know is don't you know if you want to get good seats for a parade, get there early. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it depends on your place. Uh, so LA's probably got some pretty busy float population places. Um, but the good thing is that, so it's not like, it's not like at a stage where you get to see, you know, front middle is the best. This is a, a line and you get to see it no matter where you're at. So that's pretty good. But obviously some places are going to be nicer to sit in than others. You know, if you don't want to be in the middle of like an intersection, the corners are kind of good spots. So, But if you're not at the front, you don't get any candy. Oh, yeah, that's true. They throw out stuff, don't they? 
Don't you know if you want your float to be memorable, you have to give out candy? Yeah, you gotta bribe the audience. (laughs) That's expensive, especially if it's a long parade. Oh, don't you know, don't be at the end of the parade because they're all out of candy by that point. Because there has been a couple of times we were late, so we ended up going towards the end of the parade. And everyone was like, oh, they're, they're like, oh, we ran out of candy. Or they're handing out like one piece of candy, whereas before they were like throwing out. Handfuls handfuls because they're like oh we're running out because you you can hear them where they're like only hand out one we're running out of candy we threw out too much at the beginning yeah got a little too festive (laughs) too much america you messed up the rations (laughs) (laughs) looking at you heavy heavy hand i don't know (laughs) (laughs) grabbing like 50 in a handful hands she can palm a basketball (laughs) (laughs) i'm looking at you six foot terry (laughs) (laughs) Your big hands. Hey, get out of the float. <laughs> his, his float is just like a firework attached to him. He's just going down. Sorry. Would it be offensive to have a float of Terry, you know, in his wheelchair with like fireworks on the side? You know what I like saying? Like not really necessarily fireworks, but like, you know, like kind of like I'm shooting like. I'm thinking that things. everybody who doesn't know who you're talking about is going to be, they're not going to get it. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. It might just be offensive because the guy's in handicap and you have, like, stuff shooting out beside him. (laughs) But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if it was just, like, a giant, like, a statue almost. Yeah, paper mache, whatever. Might be dangerous, too. I'll say it's a danger violation and we should rethink the float. We should rethink the don't you know float. (laughs) (laughs) That wouldn't have anything to do with us. That'd be really bad, don't you know, (laughs) float. It would... (laughs) make any sense yeah people would just be confused unless terry was on it if we could get terry <laughs> gotta get him in. terry we're gonna light up fireworks right beside you the whole float no he could just like sit on the front and wave you know he doesn't have to be on fire anyway i don't think he's gonna <laughs> i don't have a float and i don't know terry anyway um yo terry if you're there reach out to us <laughs> <laughs> his special guest episode with him so for our article I couldn't really find anything specifically for 4th of July. This article that I did find, which I'm going to send to you right now, Jacob, so that you have it. For this article, um, it does mention 4th of July, so I figured it was close enough. So this one is talking about um, traditions and rituals and stuff like that. And this is saying that rituals... Give the title and the author. <sighs> you have to. Okay. You don't have to. I don't know if you have to. I was... Uh- well, I'm like, hey, it's published. I post it. I know I post it, and you're able to. I post it in the summary, and I post it in the um in the Twitter for people to read if they want to. Um, okay, but I guess I'll say it. it's from Psychology Today. It's called News Tradition News, and then what is that colon Tradition exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> I don't think you have to be that literal. <laughs> I did. Once if they're like trying to find it and they can't find it, and they're like, why can't I find it? So I'm not, yeah, so Matt Hudson. <laughs> it's Huston, not Hudson. Don't look at me. I can't pronounce. This is why I say I don't pronounce people's names and you would have to do it. It might even be Houston. I don't know. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> I've completely interrupted your flow. Matt H-U-S-T-O-N. Oh I'm, I'm face palming. Rituals help strengthen relationships. What's it about? That's exactly what it's about. You just said it. You just ruined everything. I'm, I'm reading done. The Forget this. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, so it talks about how we do ritual um rituals to strengthen relationships and how humans are hypersocial species. And it says humans outclass other animals in their ability to organize and associate 
and share practices forge the bonds that make that possible. So for us to be hyper-social species, that's the reason why. And it talks about traditions may vary from religious fasts, dressing up for Halloween. Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh... It talks about how um, the strongest human communities are the ones that have like the richest rituals uh, lives. And then they talk about the different kind of family traditions that people have. There was one that I thought was interesting that I kind of wanted to do, which was one family has marshmallow fights on New Year's Eve. Marshmallow fights. That sounds pretty cool. I bet they use the marshmallow guns, too. Surely they do. Oh, that would be fun, too. Those are cool. If you've never used those, treat yourself. (laughs) I know. I'm going to have to find one now. Be careful. They really shoot. Don't shoot it close to their mouth. Go across the room and make them catch it. It's better that (laughs) way. Don't shoot a marshmallow into somebody's throat. (laughs) (laughs) Another person does, uh, their family does pajama Thanksgiving, which sounds pretty awesome, too. That's all. That's all that article says. Like I said, it's a short one. It. I did say it mentioned 4th of July, and it, it does. It says, what is the value of our traditions, both mainstream fireworks on Independence Day? <laughs> <laughs> and that's all it says about 4th of July. Okay, so that's it for the article. <laughs> you laugh, but I'm serious. Like, that's it for the article. That's all I had. <laughs> no, that's good. I think it brought a lot to the table. I didn't have one. Don't you know, you should know what year our independence happened. It's a good thing. Do you know it? Don't answer if you don't. It was 1776. <laughs> okay, that was what I was going to guess. Yeah, me too. I had to look it up, though. <laughs> I, had, I, didn't I, I didn't want, want to, to be wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 1776. Yeah, we're on the same wavelength. No, there's that song by School of Rock, of course. And, uh, yeah, but I don't No, not School it. of Rock. Yeah, School of... It's School of Rock. I'm talking about House Rock. <laughs> Is it House Rock, really? Not with Jack Black. The one with the bill. I know which one you're talking about, the grammar one. I never actually watched it, which is why I would have known for sure. I'm just a bill. Yeah, there I'm you go. only a bill. <laughs> I used to know, I think, the preamble because of that. Because I think they have one for the preamble. Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. Yes. So it's a combination of both. Yeah, anyway. I'm only a bill. That's the only part of that I remember of that song, though. Because it goes through like the whole life of a bill. Don't remember the actual song though, which was the whole purpose of that. But I know I know what the life of the bill actually is. So you should know about politics and how things work, your government and all. Like not you specifically, but you in general. You know, we don't you know? But it's it's one of those things where it, I don't really use it in my day to day, so I'm familiar with it. But I would have to like look it back up. And once you can like look it up and oh, I understand this. I know what's going on. You should also check up on your news as well. I'm bad about that. I ignore the news. I tried to, yeah. I mean, I actually tried to tend to avoid the news just because I shouldn't, but I don't want that type of negativity really in my life because that's really all they show. I just I just read the headlines on Reddit. That's what I do. Go to news and I look at the top ones. If it's like 15,000 upvotes, I know it's pretty important. <laughs> so I just read those. And I just skim and I get the comments because that's like the distilled, here's what's going on. Sometimes I'll click it. And then here's how people are reacting, and that's all I need to know. What's the subject? What does the tribe think? Dave's superpowers would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the news like is, to me, mostly negative, because they're always still going to show what is going to grab people's attention, which apparently is crime. And so it makes it seem like, when them putting all these different kind of crimes out, news stories about these different crimes, it makes it seem like it's not going down, it's going up. Yeah, and that is a big thing, is that... uh. You get news instantly. I've heard of that, for sure. So, um, there's actually a psychology term for us, 
for us having interests in like disasters. And it's part of one example to also for this term, and I can't remember what this term is, and it's driving me crazy. It's like disaster or something. One example is when you drive and you see an accident, and so everyone slows down because they want to look. The looky-loos. No, I, I I do it too. I try not to. Like I, I have to. It's intentional focus on the road. But then I'm like, okay, make sure I'm good before I look. <laughs> yeah, that or you just have whoever's with you. You're like, okay, make sure you look. And then you can describe everything that you saw. <laughs> Is it symphorophilia? Possibly. I don't know. I thought it was something disastrous. That says sexual arousal. I'm not sure it's that interesting. No, Are you it's talking not about that. disaster tourism? I think so, yeah. I think that's what it's called. What's the definition for that? Disaster tourism. This is Wikipedia. Disaster tourism has been defined as the practice of visiting locations at which an environmental disaster, either natural or man-made, has occurred. No, that's not it either. And so this is like the, the main picture is disaster uh, tourism at... Mount Merapi after the 2010 eruptions. That's interesting. No, that's not it either. So it's not just a person. Like, you can objectively see this, like, after stuff happens. People come, like, people going to Chernobyl. That's that, That's one of their big ones, the Hindenburg accident, incident. Yeah, you can see that. And that makes sense as part of, like, history. 79 AD eruption at Mount Vesuvius. It's interesting that people way back in the day after Pompeii went up. I think Pom- that's Pompeii, right? Yeah. Pompeii, people flocking in from like all the different places to go see it. Oh, that's so crazy. Just like people would today. It's very interesting. People are people, I mm-hmm. guess. <laughs> I, I mean, I actually do want to see that because the, they have the city there still and it's still like people covered in like people like basically frozen in time for whatever they were doing with the mountain, uh, with the volcano erupt. And I think. Yeah, there's that famous picture of them embracing, you know, I'd have been running for my life. I'm fast. I don't. <laughs> I don't think you can outrun it. <laughs> Probably can't. But I mean, ah, I don't know. If it's pretty hot, it's running down a hill pretty fast. So would I be. Uh, I don't know. I'd be like, sorry, hun. You're going to burn to death. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Uh, I can't remember. I, I remember learning about it in one of my psychology classes. And it's going to bother me so bad that I can't remember what the name of it is. I just found an article that talks about why we stop and have to stare at disasters. Oh, yeah, that's, that was the topic we were talking about. Which, I'm going to go ahead and save this one, so... I'm going to also post this article that I'm about to talk about onto Twitter as well. So, one study found that we react to and learn more from negative experience than we do positive, which is partially why we stop and, like, stare at tragedy. Because we're, like, basically it's our instinct to try to learn, which we don't even think, really. Another possible reason would be looking at disaster simulates our empathy and we were programmed as humanity to be empathetic. Unless you go too far, in which case I think it numbs you to it. Like, you know, par- paramedics and stuff, they see a lot of stuff. And so they don't exactly like react like a, <laughs> I won't say like a normal person would. They are a normal person who's been through their, their experience, I guess. But somebody who hasn't been through that. Yeah, And this is like, I just skimmed through this article. So, I mean, I don't really know exactly what it was. It was just big to- bubble topics. They were in it. When I see an accident, like, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, okay, what went wrong? How can I avoid that if it happens to me? Um, that's a lot of what I'm thinking. And so, for me, it's a lot of, like, learning. Plus, and I, I've seen this, too, for, like, um, like watching crash test videos for your car. I think that's kind of a good, <laughs> weird kind of morbid thing to do. But it's like, what happens in the event of a head-on collision? Like, okay, airbag goes off. I got the side protection. I might slip off into the left or whatever. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh it's good to just know, and then if you don't like it, change it or avoid it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, don't you know, don't end up on the news as the person who burnt their house down 
or caught on fire because that would be the type of stuff that they post on there. Yeah. I think it's also a break from the norm is a reason that we like this. Uh, you know, people go through and if life is normal, if you have a routine, there's stability and that's good. But it's boring. <laughs> nobody nobody writes movies about the people who worked a 9-to-5 and gave to his 401k and was lived moderately and meagerly. And that's all very good. And it's very responsible and it'll take care of you. But it's very boring. <laughs> <laughs> we actually didn't talk about 4th of July at Magic Mountain. We alluded to it, but... Oh, well, we didn't do too much. Uh... There's a big show. A lot of music. Yeah, we wanted to do something for 4th of July, and we decided we're both, me and Jacob, that's one thing we have in common is we both are, can be adrenaline junkies. Oh yeah, a little bit. Have you ever been skydiving? Not yet. We've been indoor skydiving. We that's both true. Have. That's what it was. I was like, I thought there was someone skydiving. Outdoor skydiving is pretty cool too. You should give it a go. I do. I do. That's on my list. I also want to go bungee jumping. Oh yeah. I've never done that. There's a place. Oh, maybe when you come out, we can do that. Maybe if you come, sure. next time we come out. Um, there's oh, a place. Intense. <laughs> there's a place called the Bridge to Nowhere. And they have a packet that you can do. It's five jumps, and you camp out, too. So what you do is you do three day jumps and two night jumps. And, suppo- and some people have said that when you do the night jump, it looks like you're jumping into, like, nothingness, like a never-ending abyss. That's crazy. I feel like I would want to see it, though, just to take it in more. Like, I'm sure jumping into the darkness is... Oh, that's a whole different experience. Yeah, I, I bet you should do both. Yeah, that's why there's three day jump and two night jumps. You do your three. You can you hike up there. You do your three day jumps, and then I guess you camp out, and you and then once it turns nighttime, you do your two night jumps. Man, five jumps—that's crazy. <laughs> I know. If you do it once, and it's like okay, that was enough. They're like, no, you got to do it four more times. <laughs> and we're doing it tonight too. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. No, that's super cool. The only thing about that one is you have to have a group. I think of at least four. My dad said he would be down, and I think one of my friends, Jonathan, said he would be down too. Yeah, sure. So, and then if you went, that's that's four right there. That's a party. Maybe Nick. I don't know if Nick would want to. Nick likes to do like roller coasters and all that stuff, but I think he doesn't like to do anything too too extreme now. Yeah, I don't know. Inspect the court. <laughs> Definitely not Frankie. Frankie is afraid of heights. You can practice yourself out. I used to be scared of heights a long time ago. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say that. I haven't been up in the air in a while. Yeah, so we decided we wanted to go to an amusement park. In Georgia, there's only Six Flags. And strangely enough, we went to Six, Six Flags Magic Mountain. But <laughs> I wanted to go there because I heard that the roller coasters were better. So that's where we decided to do for 4th of July. And they shot off fireworks. A lot of fireworks. It was an amazing firework display. If you're in the area... At 4th of July, go. It's so good. We were right up front, too. Yeah, we snuck our way up there. Like, because when we were leaving, like, it was a sea of people. And I was like, wow, we had it. It was it was a fantastic 4th of July. It kind of caught me off guard. Like, when the show happened, I was like, oh, yeah, it's 4th of July. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're in an amusement park. And I was just, the, the, the performance is just amazing. It was really good. Top notch. Bravo. I think that's probably why we were so close to the front was people stopped to watch the firework, but not very many people stayed to watch the band play, which is why we stopped. We stayed no, the band to watch the first. band play. They did the performance and then the fireworks was the grand finale. That's what I'm saying. Like people w- didn't stop to watch because it wasn't oh, like a well-known band. Mean. Yeah, they, they were still going on roller coasters. Yeah. Okay. No, I think most of the roller coasters had stopped. They by that were. Point. They probably we, went and we had... got turned away from one. Yeah. No, we. Everyone else got turned away. We didn't because we still had it in our flash pass that we had oh, our spot saved. That's right. So oh, they had yes, to let us go through. Co- I remember that. Yeah, we just got our own little ride. <laughs> I think probably what people were doing is probably they were eating yeah. and then staying to watch the fireworks. 
but the band that they had playing was kind of like a, a Six Flags band that they specifically had. Yeah. And we liked them. So that's why we stayed and watched. They we did mostly covers. While they were playing, we were trying to find them. Oh, yeah. That was funny. Anyway. And we did find them, but I don't I don't remember what their name is yeah, now. It's been too long. Name. You can probably find it on the website. I'm sure they're there. Yeah. That's why we were up at the front, though, was because we were listening to them. So we were sitting down listening to them. So that's why. So what's your last Don't You Know? My last Don't You Know. Don't you know that... Fourth of July is a perfect time to do a 5K run. A 5K run? I am going to be doing that this Fourth of July. Mine's probably going to be more like a 5K walk with some jogging. You've been practicing a little bit, but... Yeah. Yeah, either way, 5K walk's good, too. For sure. Yeah. Get outdoors, get active. It's fantastic. Yeah, I um, I told a family friend that I would go on a 5K with him because he keeps asking if I would. And I was like, okay, you know what? Sure, why not? I'll go ahead and do it. And I waited too long to start training for it. And I really shouldn't have. But anyways, I signed up for it already. So it should be fun. And that's pretty much how the only plans I have for my 4th of July this year. Very nice. I will be working. <laughs> I'll be picking up some you extra You really not working? Yeah, I'm oh. not going to. I don't have much family in town. So I'll probably go out and uh, I'll look around the neighborhood and stuff. Sometimes I'll, I'll walk around and uh, see the difference. Fireworks. Is it really going to be worth it, though, the hours? Because I know when Nick, one time he worked on a holiday... But you don't get overtime until you physically have worked a certain amount of hours. I never get so overtime. Got... It's just extra hours. It's I contracts. thought you did get overtime. No, it's just contract stuff. Oh, well, that's lame. <laughs> Extended work week. That's all right. Whatever's. <laughs> it's optional. It's not It's not mandatory. They'll never do mandatory. Mm, okay. Yeah, we, um, we're we waiting for our overtime at work, too. Um, not to work on 4th of July because we can't do that, but. Just a, for a few more hours every day, so that way we can try to catch up on a lot of stuff that we have backed up. Yeah. Yeah, that being said, mine's going to be pretty low-key. I might go out. Maybe there'll be a party or something I can sneak into. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And don't forget to follow. Don't forget to share. And then if you have any don't you knows, or you have a suggestion for us to do, you can send them to our Twitter which is don't you know pod, or you can send us an email at don't you know pod at gmail.com. Okay, guys, until next time. Stay safe. Bye. Don't get any injuries. <laughs> <laughs> Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July.